Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. It's going to be far from Zen over on Bruffdale Ave tomorrow. Fake homecoming party. This is uh, the, the result of the University of Western Ontario moving homecoming weekend. They moved it uh, to try and get students to party last <laughs> and it backfired on them. They just uh, continued to have a party on the original date, and uh, it seems that they, they amped it up. They started partying harder. It's like, what is that, The Magician's Apprentice where he tries to chop the broom in half? And it just to makes kill the broom, brooms? just makes two brooms. <laughs> Good analogy there. Uh, you <laughs> have witnessed FOCO firsthand, Jim. Uh, yeah. We sent you down there the past couple of years to talk to the uh, the partiers and see what's going on. I was going to say talk to the students, but some of them aren't students. People come from all over the place to take part in this event. And if you missed what happened at Fake Homecoming 2018, here's a recap. <laughs> What's the deal with FOCO? Why are you guys here today? Oh, FOCO, you know why? Because the school, they try to put our HOCO on exams. So everybody's like, F*** that. We still partying. We got we got FOCO, which is where the party's at. Exactly. And then when it's HOCO, everybody still parties, you know? So we got two. A celebration of school spirit coupled with dangerous levels of binge drinking, but ultimately <laughs> resulting in a, a pleasant experience time. for everyone slash a good time. You ever been to Disneyland? It's like that with alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> What's the strategy to party on FOCO? What's your game plan? To okay. prove to Western that we can party whenever we want. This is where the time is good because like, no, cops can only patrol it. They can't control it. They only patrol. So I woke up and I, I basically, I woke up, I threw up. Okay, uh, nine. And then I started driving the beers in me right around eight o'clock. <laughs> no, so you threw up first. I threw up first just to kind of clear it all out from the night before so I could start fresh. Blank, you don't want to start with a clean canvas and you want to build up from there. What's the craziest thing you've seen today or this weekend? Oh my God, definitely uh, someone jumping off the roof on a, on a beer pong table 100%. What's the craziest thing you've seen so far this weekend? A lot of cocaine. Can I say that? <laughs> wow. The co- I know what the co stands for in FOCO now. Brockdale's where it's at. If you're not here, you're missing out. What advice would you give to anybody coming to FOCO today? Uh, definitely uh, put, put your beer... Um, in a container like a coffee mug or something like that, there's police everywhere. <laughs> Hide your beard because they'll just ticket you or they'll just take it from you and dump it from you. Have water, have sex, but get up! Okay, there's like a 50-year-old guy wandering around clearing up uh, old empty cans and stuff. I'm going to see what his deal is. Uh, what's your name? Steve Brown. Steve, how did you get suckered into cleaning up cans today? I've been doing this for eight years. Eight years? It's not getting suckered in, man. If you, I told you how much money I made. What, what's your biggest haul so far, would you say? Out of here? So, about uh, six years ago, I got my hands on a massive cube van to do it. And we collected just over $2,600. Okay. Ask me a question. Hey, I just saw you do a Jaeger shot. How was it? So good. It's a show. Ask me another one. What time did you start drinking this morning? 8 a.m. Another one. Go. How many beers did you have last night? How many drinks did you have last night? I did 20 Jaeger bombs last night. We have not. What age do you think you're going to have a heart attack? Probably any second now. Go <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's fake homecoming. <laughs> there it is. That sums her up right there. I hope that young lady is still alive. <laughs> I, but if I was a betting man. <laughs> My mom always listens to FM 
96. I really hope she hears What's your mom's name? Leanne. Can you say a story that would embarrass her quick about what you've done so far that you've been arrested? Um, I always get my t- out. <laughs> I found FM 96. I know that'll be on the air. What, how do you? How does somebody convince you? I'm not. I'm not going to do it. They but how say, do, get your tits out, and I'm like, okay, I'm here. Let's just say she's easily convinced, like easily. <laughs> fake homecoming Eve this weekend. Fake homecoming over on Bruffdale Ave. Big party. City's been doing what they can to uh, to slow things down, to to curb the partying, make things safer for those who are taking part in Foco. Is it going to work? Well, let's check in with a Western student. We've got Will on the phone. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. So you're in fourth year at Western, right? Yeah, that's correct. And have you uh, been partaking in fake homecoming celebrations uh, during your tenure? Yeah, uh, the past couple of years I've definitely been participating. Um, <laughs> definitely. Uh, you guys live not far from there. you got a house with how many guys living in it? Um, there's actually seven of us in our house, so it's uh, a pretty big, big house and usually a lot going on. Yeah, I've driven past a couple times. My my friend is your landlord, and I've driven past with him. You guys will be doing the the flip cup or the beer pong on the the front lawn. And by driven past, Taz means gets out and asks if he can join. And then hey, guys, shut down. can I play? Can, can I party with you guys? Get out of here, you creep. Are you guys going to be hosting a party this weekend, or are you nervous to, uh, to have people at your place because of all the new penalties that the city has put into place? Um, yeah, definitely. I don't think we're going to be having anything this year. Um, we had something last year. Uh, it was a good time, but uh, it, it definitely got out of hand because of the amount of people. And it's so difficult to control. And with all the new uh, fines in place and the police cracking down, I don't think we want to get involved, especially being our last year of university. Now, the people that show up, it's just complete randos walking around, right? Yeah, exactly. You get a you get a ton of students from out of town who are just looking for a big party, and uh, they just walk around, and they'll come right onto your place, even if you don't know them, and there's nothing you can really do. So, you guys have any damage or anything stolen? Um, nothing damaged or stolen. Uh, the front lawn was definitely trashed, uh, which mm-hmm. took a while to clean up, and the neighbors didn't like that. Especially, there's a couple families around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, but nothing too too serious, like any theft or anything. What's the stupidest thing you've seen someone do at Fake Homecoming? Stupidest thing I've personally seen is just the people who go on the roofs, and uh, you get so many people up there, and I actually saw one collapse. I think it was last year, actually, and I'm pretty sure a kid got seriously hurt. So, yeah, I know they're cracking down on people going on roofs this year. Roofing, right? Yeah, roofing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why they put up they put colored uh, signs on all of the lamp posts down Bruffdale in case an ambulance needs to find somebody. You can say, "Oh, I fell off a roof near the orange pole," and that way they can locate you because it's tough for for ambulances and cops to even get down that street during this party. Yeah, definitely, it's it's so jam packed. It's just tough for someone walking to even get down the street. I couldn't imagine how difficult it would be for like an ambulance or some sort of police vehicle. So it's not a bad idea. What time does the party start? What, what, when are people going to be drinking on Saturday morning, do you think? Uh, I think some people will be setting their alarms for 7. Some people will be up going all morning. Um, in terms of going to Brothel, I think people will be there from 9 in the morning to 4 p.m., 5 p.m., How's the vibe around campus? Have you heard anybody say, ah, I'm not even going to bother this year or complaining about the fines, or is it just business as usual? Uh, I think 
I think it's just business as usual. I think people are a little more aware of the increase in fines, at least uh, in my friend group and the people I hang out with, um, especially just being in fourth year. Like, uh, you don't want anything too serious happening. Um, I think something important to note, too, is that Laurier and Guelph University have their homecoming on this weekend. So I think maybe less people will be coming in from out of town, but for Western students, it's business as usual. Will, you sound like one of the good ones. <laughs> that may all change after you crush a six or a bush light down a funnel off the uh, roof of your house. <laughs> but uh, we hope you're responsible, you and your buddies. Don't get into any trouble this weekend. And try and encourage others to be safe too, okay, pal? Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much, guys. Happy FOCO. <laughs> Happy FOCO. The, the person who won last night at the event you were hosting, the karaoke event, Jim, they sang ACDC, correct? Yeah, Jude was her name. She sang Highway to Hell, uh-huh. crushed it. She was awesome, huh? She was very good. Uh, it was for Habitat for Humanity. What was the event you were at? It was called Party for Humanity at the London Music Hall, singers singing their hearts out. It was so much fun. And I think I left a little too late, Taz, because there was a bit of a schmazzle outside the London Music Hall last night. Our friend Brandon Eady, who works for the Music Hall, posted a photo from Dundas Street. And as you know, Dundas Street's been under construction for months here. Yeah, it's closed down between Richmond and Wellington, right? Yeah. The road's ripped out. Just what you got is like... Uh, dirt. Dirt. Stairs. A bunch of dirt. And then like to block off the traffic, there's these orange fences at the end of the streets. Well, last night, four girls barreled through the fence and got stuck in the dirt and sand on the road there. And it looks like they're driving a black Ford, sorry, black Volkswagen Jetta. And they get stuck in the sand. Their front tires are buried. They start freaking out, huh? So they can't get out. And basically, what Brandon posted, uh, the description of the photo here, four drunk girls just drove through the construction fencing on Dundas and then ditched their car and ran when I said I was calling the police for help. So if that's not funny enough, the photo is hilarious. You see the car, you know, stuck up to its tires. It's funny and it's not funny. It's funny because nobody got hurt. But if yes. these, we don't know for sure uh, if these women were drinking, but if the driver was was sober or not. But it's good to see them get their just desserts. If she was driving impaired, thank God no one was hurt. And uh, yeah, I, I would assume this so. is karma at its best. I bet you. I mean, maybe they weren't drinking. But I bet you they were just flying down Dundas, singing that new Lizzo song. Boom! Smack right through the fence, confused as hell. So the best part, not only was a was a photo uh, posted, somebody in the comments section posted a video of these girls trying to push the car out of the sand, having <laughs> zero luck. Oh my god! They literally drove through the fencing. Oh my god! Welcome back, students. <laughs> so they just leave the car and run. Trying to get people to help them. Nobody will. It's like they're trying to push the car out of a snowbank in the uh, in the wintertime, right? Except these girls have obviously never pushed the car. Why are they pushing the side of the car? Yeah, the one girl's pushing the front right fender to the side <laughs> like she's gonna shuffle it out of and the who's so- the guy in the way. video who gives them the idea to just leave the car and run <laughs> so they just leave the car and run that's a not that's yeah. not sound advice there why leave the car 
Like, well, if you're drunk, you want to get out of there. Yeah. The yeah. the dirty strategy is you go, oh, I was scared, so I ran, and then they can't. And once the alcohol's out of your system, then All you right. just get a careless driving charge, not an impaired. Which uh, I get it. Some people try okay. to pull off. Rarely works, but. They're on video now. They have the license plate. I don't know if the car's still there. I'm assuming a truck. Uh, That's why I wanted Devin to be here. Have you heard anything in the newsroom? About we haven't. We have not. But we're going to follow up uh, right away. <laughs> now you're a news story, ladies. <laughs> you should have just stayed at the scene of the accident. Oh, jeez. That's not good. Uh, are we posting that? Can I, we share I, that? I shared it. Yeah, yeah it's on okay. the Facebook page here. Well, you can see maybe it's your maybe it's your daughter's car. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be proud if you're... Or maybe it's your car and your daughter was driving it. <laughs> oh, that's... Imagine. Uh, and you thought dealing with the police was going to be bad. You better keep running, girls. <laughs> Daddy knows you wrecked his car last night. Yes. The construction on Dundas Street is ongoing. Do not drive through the fences, please. Big news this week from Alexa. Alexa is teaming up with a, uh, a celebrity. So there's a new celebrity voice uh, you may have on your Alexa device in the near future. Showtime. Today in Los Angeles, it's 85 degrees. Say my name. Woohoo! Oh, aren't we organized? <laughs> I'm not reminding you of Samuel L. Jackson. Not bad for a rookie. Say rookie again. I dare you. So Amazon is using new technology to uh, to incorporate Samuel L. Jackson into your device. You'll be able to uh, ask Samuel L. Jackson questions. There'll be a clean version oh. and an explicit version. Oh, that's so awesome. Your, your Samuel L. Jackson device will be dropping some MFs all over your house or your apartment. It'll cost you around 99 cents or... Uh, $4.99 if you buy it after this year to upgrade to the Samuel L. Jackson version. Now, I'm not surprised that uh, Amazon is is trying a gimmick like this. It's kind of gimmicky, right? A little bit. The reason they're doing it is they're nervous because they've got some competition out there. Uh, have you heard about the, the new device that's being developed right now by this company? They've teamed up with that Swedish climate change activist little girl to develop a new product. Hmm. Have you heard about this? No. Well, check it out. Tazco introduces their new smart home virtual assistant, Greta. Cool. How does it work? Easy. Just ask Greta what you want to know, and she'll answer you. Okay. Hey, Greta, what is the weather like today? People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. Whoa, Greta, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just want to know if it's going to rain. You are still not mature enough to tell it like it is. Hey, uh, I think I think we got off on the wrong foot. How about you just play me a song? Greta, could I hear Right Now by Van Halen? Right now is where we draw the line. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. 
And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> I'm sorry, Greta. I'm sorry I let you down. We will not let you get away with this. No matter how sad and angry I am, we'll be watching you. Yes, she will be. Every Greta comes with a built-in camera that you can't turn off and with a clock that won't stop ticking. And change is coming whether you like it or not. Order your Greta device today. If you don't, you should be f***ing ashamed of yourself. How dare you? You know, uh, one of my my guilty pleasures is music from the 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah, all the cheesy, all yeah. the cheesy ones. Like I do, like my Hall and Oates, my Huey Lewis stuff, like that. And I like to mix in a, a little Rick Springfield every once in a while. Everybody knows this song by Rick Springfield. Love it. Everyone can sing along to that one. Did you know originally the song was not titled Jesse's Girl? I didn't realize this till I saw an interview online this week. Rick Springfield said that uh, originally the name was was different in the song. I started going to this stained glass place in Pasadena. And the reason I kept going was because there was this girl there that was burning hot and she had a boyfriend and his name was Gary and uh, she didn't want anything to do with me so I took my sexual angst home and wrote a song about her, and I tried Gary's Girl, but it didn't <laughs> ring, and I actually had this lit original lyric sheet, and I'd change it to Randy's Girl, <laughs> and it actually started writing, Randy is a friend, and halfway through what? that line, I thought, you know what, that's, mm, no. So this name, Jesse, popped up in my head. Jesse is a friend. Can you imagine if he had gone with Gary or Randy? <laughs> I don't know why it's so much worse than Jesse, but it is. Randy. <laughs> I wish I had Gary's girl. <laughs> Larry. Hmm, should I go Larry, Barry, Gary, <laughs> Randy? I wish I had Frank's girl. Keith. Keith's got a great girl. <laughs> and the other the other part of that that's pretty humorous is he uh without <laughs> Rick Springfield taking Stained glass classes. <laughs> he, he was taking classes to learn how to make stained glass. What for? Because Jesse's or Gary's girl was there and she was super hot. I know, but I mean, originally, why would you take that class? We get it. Gary's girlfriend was a smoke show. Uh-huh. And that's why you kept coming back. But why would you go there in the first place? Well, it was a different time, man. I guess you had so. to find ways to entertain yourself back then. Before the internet. <laughs> Uh, he did become <laughs> friends with Gary, he said. Oh, okay. Over the years, they bonded over their love of stained glass. But, but he never got Gary's girl. He eh? never got in there with Gary's oh, girl. What a shame. Uh, oh, you know what? Stained glass classes, that's playing along with the charade. That's play exactly along that class. with the charade. <laughs> I go to stained glass class Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a little hummingbird <laughs> to hang in my kitchen breakfast nook. <laughs> Gary's girl. And we need to uh, send a Tasmania kudos. kudos out to a guy named Steve Whitehurst, 47 years old, lives in England. He was shopping last Sunday with his 46-year-old girlfriend, Mandy, and the two of them bought uh, $500 worth of clothes from this, this store they were in. And on their way out, a store manager confronted him. 
She thought Steve had shoplifted some stuff by shoving it down his pants. She pointed, said, there's a huge bulge in your pants. You're stealing from my store. Steve argued for a bit and then eventually said, okay, I'll go in the back room and I'll drop my pants. They do it. Male security guard is back there with them. Turns out he didn't have any merchandise down there. Well, he did. He uh, he had his uh, 10-inch manhood Whoa. in his pants. Wait, so. it was his, not the stores. It wasn't the stores. <laughs> no, he, he just has a big one. Wow. So much so the guy spotted it from across the, the, the store? The female manager approached him oh. and accused him of shoplifting. Oh, my God. Steve says he's outraged over how he was treated. Um, they say, uh, the store says Steve was acting suspicious. He was abusive to the manager and no one asked him to drop his pants. He made that decision on his own. Well, I don't even know if I'd wear pants if I had <laughs> something like that to show off. What, what's the alternative though? If they're saying there's something down your yeah. pants, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this picture. Here's an article. It's in the Scottish sun and there's a picture of Steve and his uh, girlfriend, Mandy, now they're fully clothed. They're sitting there, and they look they look very sad and and disappointed with the store. But look, the looks on their face do not match the fact that Mandy is holding up a ruler, <laughs> indicating how big ten inches is. Yeah, just just in case you can't visualize the process here. Tess, there's one photo where she's holding so up a ruler. Well, she's got a pink ruler there, and then there's another one where she's just got a full blown tape measure. Yeah. So like, okay, we got one with the ruler now. Now hold up the other measuring device, just so we know for sure. And hold on, let's see. <laughs> yeah, you can. Steve's uh, definitely he's got something in there. Something, something going on. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this reporter photographer? And there's also another one where he's just got his pants, uh, you know, halfway down. N- not quite a frown on his face. He's got a bit of a smirk. Right. Like, he could have moved on with his life, but he's like, this is my time to, to t- let everybody know in Scotland. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, the United Kingdom is going to know about my giant thing. <laughs> he doesn't want to sue. He's not looking for money. He just wants to be in the newspaper <laughs> with the headline, Man with 10-inch penis accused of shoplifting. <laughs> that is your reward, Steve. <laughs> Good for you, sir. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.